When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. the far post. Can he get a shot off? It's Ferreira to get his second! Yes, he does! Goes in off the hands of JT Marcinkowski. Thomas Ferreira has picked up the second. It's 4-2 Houston Dynamo. Hello and welcome back to another 15 Minutes with Finn. Yo, we just got a point on the road. It's a big deal. But uh, housekeeping first, of course. Uh, please don't forget to rate, share, review, and subscribe to the show. All that fun stuff. Hey, I hope you like Joey. Joey's preview was dope. Man, his voice. I swear. I, Joey needs to get a job reading like bedtime stories because I would pay a monthly subscription for that. So, New York, Red Bulls. Uh, we're going into Nazi Germany. They're in turmoil. We have momentum. A lot of us thought this was going to be like a, a win. I mean, I predicted a win. I think it was 1-0. Anyway, this was always going to be a tough game. They're not bad. Yeah, they haven't scored much. They're not a bad team. Okay? Gruppenfuhr Struber has them playing well-ish. Not like they used to, but still. They're not, they're not a bad team. Um, first thing, dude, John Tolkien, he looks like Garth from Wayne's World's illegitimate child. Go back and look at John, and then go to Google and type in Garth from Wayne's World, and tell me I'm not wrong. Tell me he doesn't look like Garth and Kim Basinger's kid from Wayne's World. He does. Uh, honestly, he's, he's a good, he's a good little player too. Wouldn't mind having him. Yo, New York. If our center back's name is Bartlow, don't play one that's named Barlow. This is gonna fucking confuse me. I was like, wait a minute, Barlow fouled who? But wait a minute, Bartlow and Barlow. Ah, oh, man. This isn't good for me. I knew the whole game I'd be struggling. Shout out to Bartlow. Like he's going to listen. Anyway, um, great job. Ethan Bartlow had a great game. A lot of... Somebody said he wasn't very good with his head. Was it Colin? No, man. Watch this game. Sucker gets that beautiful head of locks on everything. And uh, overall, not a great performance, right? But it was worse than a lot of us were expecting. But dude, our, our best player... One of the best players in the league, Hector Herrera, wasn't going to be here. So you knew it was going to be ugly. And they brought, they brought out a, a very defensive squad. A squad designed to build up and soak up pressure. And uh, that's, that's what happened. So I nailed the lineup. I went on and I predicted who the lineup would be. And I got it. I got it, like, I think to a T. I'm not sure. Foot mob and Google and everybody else was something different, but... I think I had Bossy and Reigns on separate sides, but got it, yes. Um, so Red Bulls, hey, how are you guys? You guys have a striker that's out for six games with uh, racist language? He's been canceled, and I never have. Let's also remember that this game, the supporter section of New York Red Bulls organized a walkout where after the national anthem, they took their drums and they left. 
very low attendance. However, however, uh, after the incident with the New York Red Bulls, it was rumored that Morgan Wallen would now be opening up the national anthem for them and that the uh, sales of season ticket holders amongst Morgan Wallen fans quadrupled. If you don't know what that means, go Google Morgan Wallen. That'll make sense. So Rain's got the start. Paraguay's on the bench. Uh, Sebastian Freire, again, snubbed for Thor. Dude, just sell him. Just get rid of him. Just, he's, I don't know him, but this is not a good situation where a DP is not playing. And if he thinks he's as good as we paid for him, either he doesn't care because he's breaking in a paycheck and not having to work very hard, or he's causing a problem. It, I, I can't see it being anything else. You know, athletes today aren't like they were back uh, back in the day. But I was happy to see Reigns get out there. Yo, he's not ready. Brooklyn is not ready yet. Not at all. He's not the answer. Neither is Yvonne Franco. But we're like one good or average MLS winger away from being able to play with anybody. Seriously. Uh, Brooklyn did not find space very well. He also doesn't turn it over like Franco, like Yvonne Franco. Yvonne Franco's going to get open. He had an assist, yes. Yes, he did. And it was a timely sub. That was the, the move I would have made if I was a guy who was the ninth winningest head coach in MLS history, by the way. Ben Olsen is the ninth winningest MLS coach in MLS history. So the Ben Olsen haters, I don't know why you don't like him. We got a top 10 coach in the history of MLS. Why are you sad? But, yeah, Brooklyn doesn't turn it over like Franco. I still don't get the Corey Barrett hatred. I don't. You watch this guy the last two games. He played with a black eye and a busted mouth. He runs all over the place. No, he hasn't been offensively dominant, but that's not his role. Steve Clark hasn't been offensively dominant. Nobody's like, Clark doesn't score goals. Maybe Baird's role isn't to score goals. I thought, I mean, Bossy was rather uh, invisible this game, which was weird. It was. Whatever New York did to shut him down, I'm sure Joey knows. Joey knows it all. Uh, it was a good defensive plan because Bossy was shut down. But, dude, the Baird hatred, his intangibles and the things he does off the ball, you can't, you can't put a price on that, you know? And I will say that without Hector, we look, we look like a club that should be relegated. Without Hector in this lineup, we do look like a still low, high, high low-level club, like an 11th-place club, 10th. That's how, that's how good I think Herrera is. I think he's worth three to five spots in the lineup, in, in, in the standings. I do. Steve Clark, man of the match. Just, is there anybody else? I mean, for real. Man of the match. His distribution. He had an assist. That was, that was his pass to Coco. Well, it was him to Franco to Coco. So it wasn't Clark's assist. But, man, it was, it was pretty close to being Steve Clark's assist. His distribution was good tonight. His shot stopping was better than I've ever seen it. Uh, man of the match. 100,000%. If anything scares me about this match, it's that other teams are going to watch the footage and be like, press them high. We don't handle it well. Maybe it was a lack of Herrera. I can tell you Caicedo takes too long in the ball, in my opinion. But we don't we don't handle the press very well. And that's it's going to be something teams are looking at. Man, like the high press. They were crushing us up until about minute 60. And we finally would get some space. But they were all over us all game, and this was pretty much the game plan. Like, you had to know with this lineup, no Hector going to New York against a team that presses high, that 
the genius that he is, Ben Olsen. I was like, we're going to counter. We're going to sit low. We're going to counter. We're going to grind out a result like he predicted. And then we're going to go back home with a point. Ten points in the standings. Three wins, three losses, one draw. I will tell you right now, after seven games of the season, being in seventh place, we know the dog days are coming. And we usually struggle in the summer. But, dude, this, this feels different. feels a lot different. It, is it just me or is Steve Clark playing for a playing for a spot in Europe? He's like, I haven't given up on my dream. 37 and I look like Jeremy Renner from Hawkeye. But with this performance, maybe I can go play at FC Groningen or Grongen. Great game. I, I, we were really low on him early on in the year. We gave him a hard time. We, we, were, we thought he'd lost it. Dude, he played like he was 27 tonight. Love it. Second half. All right, we are we are booting it up the pitch. They're all over us. I'm pretty worried. I put a poll out there that said, should I take my mushrooms before I record or after? And you drug addicts were like before. By the way, 83% of my listeners apparently are drug addicts because that was the vote total when I last checked it. Yes, I ate them before. I'm on them right now. Right now it's happening. Things are moving. When they shouldn't be moving. I'm actually staring out the window and there are Christmas lights on my girlfriend's back fence. I don't know if they're twinkling or if the leaves are swaying in the breeze. It's got to be the leaves. Yeah, pretty sure it's the leaves. Um, how much different did we look without Herrera? Night and day. This looked like the Dynamo team of the last couple of years, who instead of allowing one goal at the end would have allowed two. But man, we, we looked like the Dynamo of old, and I'm going to tell you, I didn't like it. I didn't like it one bit. My, it was a tense second half. I thought for sure that we would end up leaving there with a loss after watching what I was seeing. But man, we did it, and Ben's tactics worked well. Yeah, we got they, we drew, we drew on the road, and his tactics and his drills and his whatever he's instilled in these guys in the back line, the amount of shots they had in their XG, you can't say anything about the back line or the tactics. They have a good club. They have a, they have a very talented club. Like, for sure. Um, I thought the timing of Franco's substitution was spot on. I would have been fine if he started the second half. Brooklyn wasn't getting it done. He wasn't quick enough to stretch the field. He wasn't... He's not as forward-thinking as Yvonne. And that's that's where we needed in the second half. Let him get worn down. Let him get tired. And put that beautiful, curly-haired man out there. And let him do his thing. But yeah, man, the tactics of Benny Ball, they worked. His pragmatic approach worked. So, man, I'm going to tell you right now. In the second half, the amount of pressure we were under, my butthole was puckered tighter than an altar boy after Mass on Sunday. I was I was ready. I knew something bad was going to happen. I was puckered up. I was puckered up for 45 minutes. I keegled. I keegled for 45 straight minutes. Which means what's about to happen in the other room here in a little bit. It's going to take much longer than 45 minutes. Uh, also, we got engaged. Yeah, me and me and Viking girl. Her name is her real name is Ellen. Yes, and no, she's not seventy. She's not. So, uh, yeah, I thought that uh, the Franco slip was spot on. Defensively, I thought we looked or definitely looked better in the second half. Towards the end, yes, they they poured it on, which they have to do. But we were able to break the press better. We moved the ball better. We got a goal. 
we did a lot of things in the second half that we were unable to do in the first half. Now let's go to the goal. The goal was no surprise. They cried out the box. Um, Clark couldn't move. Then they scored. But did you guys hear all those racists cheering on that goal? After that, that goal for Hatred LLC? Look, guys, if, if you're a Red Bulls fan and you cheered that goal, if you cheered after your fascist's club scored a goal, there's a good chance you're a racist. I'm not saying you are, but there's a pretty good chance. And, you know, Ben Olsen was able to grind out a draw against Gruppenführer Strube on the road, Hans Strube. That should be his nickname next time we play him. Cue the diehard memes. Hans Struva. Gerhard Struva, Hans Gruba, whatever. Um, you know, on the road without Hector, this was a good result. It was a terrible performance. It was shitty. It was not fun to watch. That's why my butthole was puckered for 45 minutes. Not a fun, not fun football at all. Uh, this reminded me of when Mourinho coached Spurs, who, by the way, lost today. Fuck them. I'm tired of them. And their stupid shit, losing to Burnmouth. But my son's team won 3 0. My Dynamo tied 1 to 1. So overall, it's not a bad day. And I got a lift in. Got to go to the gym. And I ate mushrooms about 20 minutes ago. So how, how bad of a day could it possibly be? Going, going home to, uh, to Houston with a point is going to be huge. For the confidence of this team, the fact that we did it without Hector, that's the big thing. Biggest thing is we did it without Hector Herrera. And that's got to build confidence in everybody else who think this is Hector's team. We can't do it without him. Yeah, you can. You just did it. Uh, going through the ratings, lowest rated player, Thor Elferson, although we're not going to count him. Lowest rated player was Brooklyn Reigns. And then after him, Corey Baird. But again, whatever Baird's being asked to do, we don't know. Um, I thought Franco Escobar would for sure get kicked out. Like watching him and I like Kyle Duncan. Kyle Duncan looks like he should be wearing a suit, singing soul music to me. He looks like Leon Bridges if Leon let his hair go. Go Google Leon Bridges. You're welcome. But I thought Franco Escobar would get kicked out for sure. I thought there was a red card coming. Um, I thought the refs actually did a pretty good job. You know, it was, it was chippy. It was slippery, bro. Nobody could stay on their fucking feet. Nobody's falling and sliding and weaving and wagging everywhere, falling down. Like, put, in, put on your, your, your longer spikes. Also, the Red Bulls are liars. They, uh... They said there was like 12,000 people there. They were not, they were not, not even close. But, you know, we were outplayed in this match across the board. The goal by Karaskia, we had three fucking shots. Three, hit 18. You know, the goal by Karaskia was, was brilliant. I'm glad he got it. I still can't score with him in FIFA. I, just, I still can't put the ball in the back of the net with Coco in FIFA. It's ridiculous. But everybody out there that's thinking, you know, this was a bad game. It was, but it's also a good game. It's a good result from a bad game. And if you want to be a good team, you have to be able to go out. Games like this, where you're not at full strength and you're on the road, and as Ben said, you have to be able to grind out a result. That's exactly what we did. We ground that fucker out. God, those last three minutes were fucking, they were were tense. Those corners and Tolkien yelling and screaming and... Garth from Wayne's World going, my son. Tense three minutes. Tense extra time. But we got Inter-Miami next week at home. I, I, guys, we could have 13 points after eight matches. Yeah. 
That's totally expectable. Totally doable. I'm expecting us to beat Miami. 1,000%. I don't see how... Oh, we can't lose to them. I don't think we will. I th oh, boys and girls. Time is up. Ferreira at the far post. Can he get a shot off? It's Ferreira to get his second. Yes, he does. Goes in off the hands of JT Marcinkowski. Thomas Ferreira has picked up the second. It's 4-2 Houston Dynamo. Big shout out to my favorite band, Familiar with Failure, for the introductory music. You can find them at FWFTX on all social media platforms. Once again, that's familiar with failure. Check them out. Badass band. Cool ass people.